Hey guys, welcome to Pretty Killer Podcast. I am your host, Jordana, and tonight I have a very special guest, a dear friend of mine, Adrian from Where the Weirdos Meet. Hello, Hello dear. Thanks I'm for so happy. having me. I know, I'm so happy. We've been yes. doing this for a while. The honor is all on this side. I am so happy that we finally got to collab together, and I'm sure this will not be the last time that you see us together talking. I sure hope not. I sure hope not. <laughs> uh, so why don't you give the listeners a little couple deets about yourself, let them know what's going on and uh, everything that you got going on. Sure. So um, as Jordana mentioned, I do have a podcast called Where the Weirdos Meet. That's my solo venture. And mm-hmm. I don't really have a set schedule for that. It's just kind of like whenever I record something, it comes out. Um, Love that. (laughs) Yeah. And then I decide, I'm like, okay, I guess this is a season. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Let's count that as a season. And then um, make your own rules. I love it. Right. Yeah. Well, because I need to. I'm a very anxious person. So Mm -hmm. for me, I kind of feel like if I'm too restricting for myself, I'll just stop it completely because I will just send myself off into an anxiety filled oblivion. So yeah. Yes. I feel that. Uh, yeah. And um, so then I also have a podcast that I do with a couple of my girlfriends um, or ghoul friends um, called these ghouls talk. So we have that, that too. And it's the same kind of thing. Like we tried to be on a set schedule, but you know, a- as you know, with mm-hmm. the core four, you know, everybody has things going on things that they're doing work lives outside of work all of that so um yeah we record when we can and yeah just working living watching horror yeah that's all that we can do nowadays girlfriend is just (laughs) live uh work and try to stay semi-sane in this crazy world i agree it is crazy but I love, I love how you stay busy and I love how you have multiple projects and you still have time to like balance your life and still have time to do the things that make you happy because, you know, like I feel like doing podcasting is kind of like a anxiety relief in a sense. Cause once you start, you kick the nerves and you start to have a conversation and it flows, it's so therapeutic in a sense, you know? Yeah, it definitely can be. Um, I, don't know about you but like I started during the pandemic mm-hmm. and that was a really hard time because I'm kind of introverted but then I can also I guess when I'm with the right people kind of come out of my shell a little bit yeah and um it was one of one of those things where I just was like okay well we can't go out and do anything like I need to do something like what am I gonna do <laughs> what am I gonna <laughs> do and I'm like well I like listening to podcasts and stuff so yeah that's yeah. pretty much like my origin story too. I was the same way during the pandemic. I'm like, granted, I was really happy to be home. And yeah, I know the pandemic, you know, was pretty monumental in like history and to like, you know, people losing family mem- members, loved ones, friends. So I know it was like a, a super dark time, but I was happy to be home and like recharge my battery. Cause I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but like life was like, draining it like up until 2019 and then 
that happen. And I kind of got like this chance to recharge. And then I was like, you, I'm like, I need to talk to people. Like, what can I do? What can I do? What am I going to do? Like, I can't, I can't go like, just go hang out. What am I going to do? You know? Yeah. And a, a lot of us weren't working. So, um, you know, I had this false sense of like, okay, cool. Like you're not working and I'm not working right now. So like we can record. And so that was cool. You know, I did get some episodes in with people, but then it was like, once we all started working again, mm-hmm. you know, that changed up a little bit. I, I wasn't doing my Duolingo. I was learning languages <laughs> during the pandemic. And then I went start going back to work. And I'm like, I got a quick brag though. I'm on like a 40 day streak right now. So hell yeah. Get I it girlfriend. I picked it back up. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, but um, podcasting definitely helped. And, you know, I feel like it it led me into meeting more people that I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. met before, like you. And I'm like really happy and excited for that. I am too. I have met some great people. Granted, you know, pretty much all of them online relationships, but I consider a lot of the people I talk to dear friends, like you and I text daily basis for you know the most part we talk on instagram together like the core four sam uh do we pod i've just so many people that i would truly hang out with in real life if given that opportunity Mm -hmm. so it's been a blessing and i don't know about you either but like like you said you listen to podcasts and i i did i mean i wasn't as uh super into them um like before doing the podcast but i'm like oh it's Mm-hmm. what's what's so hard with podcasting like all you have to do is just talk there's so much that goes into it like it's crazy oh yeah like I told you before I'm I'm not the type to fully write things out and mm-hmm. have everything planned I'm not like that yeah um, I think I, I would go crazy but um Absolutely. the people who are like that I can only imagine because me not doing any of that I'm like oh it can still be um a really intense experience, even if you're not doing all of that. So these people who are constantly putting out content and they're planning all of these different pieces out and doing all these different things. Like, I'm like, I can't even imagine, especially those who do a full-time job. Like on top of that, I'm like, how, how, how is the, no, how is it even possible? Like, I don't sleep. (laughs) What, when do you recharge your battery? Are you a vampire and you stay up all night? Like, or wait, no um, vampires. They they <laughs> never mind. It's okay. Yeah, okay. I'm having just having a, that quick moment. But um, what was I? Oh my god, the whole vampire thing just threw me off. What was I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do people how do people do this? Like when do they find yes. the time to recharge? When do they find the time to eat to sleep? To have a relationship with like their husband, like their significant yeah. other. If you have yeah. children, if you have fur babies, it's like so. Yeah. It, it's so much, but again, like I love doing this. I love talking with people. It's just such a, a natural thing. I feel like for me, but, uh, to now you said that you enjoy watching horror movies. What have you yes. seen any good ones lately? Have you watched any good ones lately? Um, <laughs> I haven't really, I'm trying to think of what I've watched. That's like, new because a lot of times I just end up watching like the same stuff unless it's you know I I really try hard like um in October and um you know well kind of I'd say like October through December so like through the holidays I like try to watch 
some stuff I haven't seen before. Yeah. But it's hard because you just, you know what you love. There are certain things that you just love and you're like, oh, well, why am I going to watch something that I may hate when I can just watch Absolutely. Halloween? Yes, <laughs> Halloween. I watched H2O last night because I was like, oh, what am I going to watch? And then I just literally like threw it out and like, I, I love this movie and I know I'm going to enjoy it. So I'm going to watch it. I'm, I love that you say that too about, you know, watching something you enjoy rather than, because to me lately watching some new stuff, I feel like I wasted some of my life where I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. My, my dog sorry? is over here playing this toy and my sister-in-law got um, around ball that has a oh, tail yes. when you hit it it starts to bark and now he's growling at it because he's startled to hear him yeah yeah i i'm surprised mine aren't over here they're both laying down otherwise yeah. they would probably have come in here but i'm I in know. the spare it, room it's like clockwork with him i'll record and it'll be like not even 10 minutes we're at the nine mark right now so it's like not even 10 minutes in and he'll start to burp and do his <laughs> he has to let everyone know that he's here but so keeping it fun. Oh yeah, he's got to keep us on our toes. And he, I feel like he's challenging me to edit because I don't edit my episodes. I literally oh, just see, like I, I yeah. don't edit either. I'm just like, yeah. well, you know, it is it is what it is. Sometimes I'll take out like if somebody like my friends that I um, record with on the other podcast. Several of them have kids. Some yeah. of them have smaller kids. Mm -hmm. So you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I gotta I gotta go do something real quick, and it's just like. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'll cut that. I'll cut that part out. But it's very minimal editing in mine. Like you'll hear my dogs bark sometimes. You'll hear all that good stuff. Same. And I'm like waiting for the day that there's going to be like a fart on screen, and I'm just going to act like it was like improv sound, <laughs> <laughs> like a little. Maybe that'll come on the on the core four. <laughs> probably. That's probably the one place where it actually will happen. There's four people. Yeah. I mean, there's a pretty good chance, right? <laughs> Oh, God, love those guys. But um, so tonight, our topic is pretty iconic because this is like so open ended and there's so many possibilities. Yes. So we're discussing tonight our favorite duos in horror. And it could be any range, it could be shows, books, movies, anything that's horror related. We're talking our favorite twosomes. Yeah, I will say that like with mine, I, I kind of stuck with like horror movies, but mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, I'm like, you know, there's, I was glad that you told me that you had like an extra honorable mention because then I was like, oh, there's one that's not in a horror movie, but in a show. And I, I'm like, I really want to include that one. So I'm excited. And I'm really excited to see what you came up with since it's so it's so vague, right? There's so many different yeah. things that we could come up with. And there and you automatically when you say your favorite duos in horror, you think of like, you know, the most uh, common ones that come to mind. Like I won't say what I think is on our list, but like a like a Sydney and like <laughs> Ghostface. You know what I mean? Like maybe we have a combo that's similar to that, but like that's what you think of. And I have a TV show one too. So <laughs> I'm so excited. So why don't you kick us off with let's do our, we'll go with our honorable mentions first, and then we'll go three to one. And why don't you start us off with one of your honorable mentions? Okay. So 
funny enough that you mentioned a Scream reference because I don't think I could go through this list without mentioning um, a Scream duo. Mm -hmm. So the one that I picked, and it was difficult for me because I did have more than one initially, but um, Billy and Stu. Yes, I knew it. I I love, I love Billy and Stu. Like, Billy is such an asshole. And And like, Stu is like, an asshole but he's like this lovable asshole and you're like do I like him do I not like him and you're like oh my god I I can't help but love him I I love Stu I love Stu and Billy's got that like he does ooh sex I'm like it was a good choice it was a good choice he does ooh sex so yeah perfect matchup yes and I love the um I love how it can be taken as like like he oozes sex but like you know there's that the question of like the relationship between mm-hmm. billy and Stu, which i absolutely love because you just see how they interact and it's like it possibly could be there maybe not yeah. but who cares because it's like they're just awesome period yes and it i mean it definitely seems like that that love from Stu going over to billy is is definitely there and yes. it was funny because i was listening to something before where somebody talked um about those characters and saying like they felt like Stu would definitely give up his life for Billy absolutely but they were like do you think that Billy would do it for Stu and I'm like hell no Billy is in it for himself (laughs) yes he he had a plan he knew that he could get Stu to go with that plan Mm -hmm. so but yeah, I love it. They're the perfect, they're the perfect blend. It's like when you want something salty and sweet, you know, when you want the best of both worlds. Yeah. So they're my they're my salty and sweet of I love that. <laughs> of this, that's I guess. Such, that's such a great analogy because they are. They are the perfect combo when you want the salty sweet snack because you just can't help but love <laughs> them. And they're they're everlasting. Like they have such the longevity of who they are, like people talk I hear people talk about them that don't really know horror mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. even really have seen Scream but they still know who Billy and Stu are which I think is pretty iconic yeah yeah they will yeah. transcend for all of time they will oh man I <laughs> wish I with everything that's happening with Scream now oh. the only like saving grace for me would be if like everyone from the original returned and I know that's not even a possibility now or could even be you know, arranged that way, but I'd be here for it. I mean, you know, Nev said if they give her money, like she would consider coming back. So, I mean, at least if if they had, if they got her to come back and then like, if they actually did bring Stu back somehow, like I'd I'd watch that. I'd watch it too. As much as I feel like I'm more upset about them not paying Nev than Nev is. I mean, I'm sure she's upset and I love how she's like, well, if it, if the money is right and they talk, they asked me, I would do it. Uh, me, I would just be like, no, because if you couldn't do it the first time, like what, what does that say? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a level of disrespect. I feel like on her part, which is yeah. unfortunate because she is the, the name of the franchise, you know? Right. The, the it. Yes. The it factor. Yeah, she carried that. I mean, she. we talk about Billy and Stu. Yes, they are huge cornerstones in Scream, but Nev, Sydney, is like the epitome of Scream. So completely agree with you. (laughs) Great choice. I knew it was going to be on there, so I didn't pick 
that, but I had that. <laughs> I had them on there. Yeah, sure. they're 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 my I guess my not my pumpkin spice. I'm thinking like of Aubrey, <laughs> so not my pumpkin spice, but like my vanilla latte. I'm gonna go with that. They're my vanilla latte. I love it. Aubreyisms. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Aubrey. Um, so mine is a little more, it's like an older horror movie, but it's one of my favorites and it's Jack and David from an American werewolf in London. I knew you were going to pick that. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> and I wanted to put them like numerically on there, but I think the ones that I picked kind of have a little, I don't know. We'll see. This list is so crazy because I, I say honorable. Yeah. yeah but I, it's hard. <laughs> I still love them the same, but I just, I love their relationship throughout the whole movie. I love uh, David, how do you say, not Nottingham and Griffin Dunn. Great actors. Um, really attractive for the 80s too. Like, I think they're hot. <laughs> I love that you like looked over and you're like, oh, can I say, can I say this? Yeah. yeah, see Greg like turn the light on and be like, what? <laughs> He just pops up from the corner there. <laughs> he totally would too. That's why I was waiting for it to happen because that'd be great. But I love the relationship. I love how, you know, Jack's really like telling him like, you know, you have to yourself because you are a werewolf. And he's just like having that, that like back and forth with, is this real? Mm -hmm. He knows it's real. It really can't be happening because werewolves aren't, aren't real. Like, the yeah. whole dynamic and then I love Jack slowly decaying and then you know obviously it's it's a, it's a really like sad movie for me because I love Alex and David yeah. too as a couple I think they have really great chemistry in the movie and I think it's just sad how it ends but uh Jack and David are my honorable mentions for one of them I love it yes thank you now Oh, your next honorable mention. Okay, yes, because we have three honorable mentions. Okay, so my next one. Um, okay, so <laughs> I was like, I was like, would this count? And then I was like, you know, F it. I'm like, this is going to count. So, mm -hmm. my, so my second honorable mention is Norman and his mother from Psycho, from the original Psycho. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. You just blew my mind. Because <laughs> I, I love that. Because technically, she's not. I mean, spoiler alert, but you should have seen this movie before. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, Norman's mom is actually dead, but Norman takes over the personality of his mother and like yes. goes against himself. And so I was like, I'm gonna count it. I I love the original Psycho. I love same. Alfred Hitchcock movies just in general. Yes. That's same. how I grew up, raised right. And mm -hmm. um, I love that you're raising Roz, right? So thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's this amazingly like haunting relationship that he has with his mother. I mean, who is actually him? And mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's just amazing. It's to me, it's an amazing performance. Um, yes. Agreed. I feel it makes me really sad that he got that Anthony Perkins got kind of pigeonholed into that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just nobody can do it like him. Like I remember seeing the the Vince Vaughn version and I love I love Vince Vaughn. I think he's funny. I think he's a cool dude. Yeah. But it, it was just kind of like 
he was set up for failure going against the original like that. There's no way. Nobody can you, touch Anthony Perkins playing himself and his mom. <laughs> you, you honestly cannot. And then I think the other thing that totally like just put him in like this default of never coming back is like a shot for shot remake. Like maybe if they would have added something to something the storyline, something different, but kept it along the same, like in the same vein as Psycho, but like mm -hmm. not shot for shot. I think it would have been, it would have been better. Yes. But you're right. There's nothing comparable, comparable to the original Psycho. I love that duo. That totally works. I love that you <laughs> did the loophole thing. It's perfect. It's chef's kiss. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, bow, bow. <laughs> Literally, did you see my reaction though? When you said it, I was like, because oh I didn't even think of Psycho, and it's such an iconic movie. It's one of my favorites. I love Same. That movie. I love Psycho. I know. I I do want to show it to Roz, and now that she's in the double digits, I feel like she could maybe watch something like because I mean, having the dead mom. You know, I got to think of stuff like that with her because mm -hmm. she watched Thanksgiving. We took her to go see Thanksgiving and the oven scene. <laughs> she like the oh. whole rest the rest of the movie. She was like laughing at stuff at like the the diner girl that got killed she was like oh yeah. i thought it was so cool but when she watched it i looked over and she's just you know taking it her, all in. <laughs> her eyes were this big i'm like are you okay she's like that would be a really crappy way to die <laughs> I said, yeah i know yeah yeah for sure yes <laughs> the little but when the little digger popped up she was oh. like she thought it was hilarious so yeah me and my friends were definitely laughing our asses off in the during the whole movie during yeah the whole movie. i love i love that that it brought me back. We'll do, we'll loop it back into our honorable mention. Your honorable mention. I love how it felt like Scream, because it had like yeah, not so much of like the dynamic that was like solidified, you know, as as big as Scream was. But the, I thought right. the casting was good. I thought that the yeah. humor was good, and I thought that the chasey. It just felt very reminiscent of Scream. Yeah, it it definitely felt like something we would have watched back then and that's why I loved it as soon as I this is going to become a I love Thanksgiving podcast episode um yeah. as Same. soon as I finished watching it in the movie theater I was like I want to watch it again like just loop it like just show it again like I'll, I'll stay here just show it again so Same. Yeah. I was so giddy when I got out I was like this is so great and then we watched it again with his family when they came down and it was like the same reactions, but audibly they were like, whoa. And they were like screaming when stuff happened. And I just got like that. They're like, yes, you love yes. it too. Yes. <laughs> Granted, That's I had like five glasses of wine and I was just like, yeah. You're like, this is great. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, I love Thanksgiving. I can go on and on about Thanksgiving. I know. We could talk about it forever. <laughs> yes. Um, so my next one is so dear to my heart. I love this movie and I got to share it with Roz last year, but it's Phoebe and Frankenstein from Monster Squad. Oh, nice. That's just because, yes, just because they literally warm my heart. And every single time I watch that movie when he's getting sucked into the abyss and she's like, don't go, it's Phoebe. <laughs> Aww. It always makes me cry, but I think that I was gonna say it like makes you want to tear up. Yeah, they're so cute because like who would think a horrible monster like Frankenstein would be so 
caring and like curious and so sweet and gentle to a little girl and Dracula is the asshole, of course. You know? Of course, right? Yeah. Of course. Of and Wolfman course. has nerds, so Dracula was on my Dracula was on my long list. Yes. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, but he he is. He's always an asshole. He's usually an attractive asshole, but he's an asshole. So yeah, I know. Or you get like a cool you get like a cool Nicolas Cage. You know, because oh, he goodness, is yeah. an asshole, <laughs> but I think he's a great Dracula, so, he, you know. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is funny. That's a that's a funny dude. And he knows yes. it. I like that he that he plays on it. He knows how to do it. Like, in Peggy Sue Got Married, like, come yes. on. Come oh, my on. God. I used to watch that movie all the time. Yeah. I love too. Peggy Sue Got Married. <laughs> um, Deep cut. Did, yes. I bring it back all the oldies. I love all these old feels <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> Um, did you watch Dream Scenario with him yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's I really have it good. marked, but I haven't seen it. Okay, it's good. All right, good. Yes. He's it's, it's it's like Nicolas Cage at his finest, but not in the way that you think it would be. And it's like dark comedy satire. That's the with, vibe that I got because I saw a trailer for it. Yeah. It's really it's like I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, and there was moments where I rewound it like three or four times just laughing my ass off because he he's just so spot on with his dry humor in it. So let me know when you watch it and tell me what you think. Cause some people are like on letterbox. They're like, what the hell is that? And then a lot of people are like, that was amazing. So, Oh, see, I like movies that are like, what the hell is that? So, yes. <laughs> so I'll probably like it. Yay. All right, girlfriend. So you're next honorable mention. Okay. So my third honorable mention and this is the one where I was like, okay, it's not, it's not a movie. And I was going with like all movies. I'm like, mm -hmm. it's not a movie. But when I think about like duos and about duos that mean a lot to me, I kind of, I can't, and this was difficult too, because I had to choose between, because there are so many great characters on this TV show. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling it's the same one that I picked from. So let's see. Let's see. Okay. So, um, I, every time that this duo would be on the screen, I would be in love, enthralled. I would just be like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and yep. whatever they have to say, I'm in for it. So my dynamic duo, even though I know it's not always really considered horror, I'm counting it, but it's Stranger Things. Yes. And it, look at yeah. <laughs> and, That's crazy. And it's um Eddie and Dustin. Shut up. I picked the same. Look at <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Could anyone see it? Eddie and Dustin. It looks really small. I can't really read it, but I believe you. I'm screenshotting it and sending it to you right now. I cannot believe we picked the same duo. <laughs> I love them so much. And it's so hard with um, with Stranger Things because I really feel like the casting on that is just mm -hmm. incredible all the way around. Really... These yep. kids, these kids are amazing. Um, I can't wait to see the things that they do um, after this. I know. And of course, David Harbour is, is daddy. David Harbour is daddy. That man is so handsome. I love um, him. He can do, he can do no wrong. Um, yeah. Agreed. And uh, just every time, it doesn't matter. Every time when I watch the episode, 
You, you know the episode I'm talking about where things really hit the fan. I just turn into a ball of tears and just their relationship, this beautiful thing that blossomed over time, because, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you think about in the beginning, when Eddie was kind of, you know, yanking their chains and giving them giving them a hard time. And at first you thought maybe he was going to be like hard, but then mm-hmm. he becomes really soft and you just see this progression from him. And then how he kind of like takes Dustin under his wing and treats him yeah. like a little brother. And it's just, just this beautiful relationship. And even though it's not a scary <laughs> relationship, <laughs> so it's not horror in the sense we have the horror elements in there, you know, with Vecna and, you know, the bats oh, yeah. and all of mm-hmm. that good stuff. So so I did count it on mine because I kind of felt like I had to just because I, I love them so much. I love their relationship. And it's one that I could continue to watch over and over and over again. And I'm one of those people like who is like if they found a way to or if they find a way to bring like Eddie back, whether that's through flashbacks or they figure out some kind of crazy, you know, soap opera loophole thing (laughs) to somehow bring him back. I'm I'm good with it. If and if they don't, like I feel like the legacy that he left behind in the time that he was on there will stand the test of time because I will continue to watch the show over and over again and love that just as much as I did the first time that I watched it so you literally just said it perfectly and like almost it gave me goosebumps like because it's so (laughs) it's so it's so true like you you want to talk about great character development great casting like you have to you have to say stranger things because even from the first season I was hooked with the love that I felt between them you know what I mean and like the scene where they mm-hmm. all hug and just everything that happens oh. you just I don't <laughs> like, I like want to cry now I'm like oh, this last season Ugh. I know no, the same way like you just I think of it and it just like put a stamp on my heart of like okay this show is solid and then you get the Vecna season and you're just like how can I love it any more than I already do insert Eddie and uh, what's his name? Joseph. Is it Joseph? Joseph Quinn, I believe. Joseph Quinn. Like just watching how he treats fans and how mm. loving Beautiful and like, person. Yeah. like inside and out. So like not only does that transpire in the show, like he's just a great human. Mm-hmm. And that scene, I can't even, I can't even like talk about it or I can't even watch it without going into hysterics. Cause it's just <laughs> when he, <laughs> When he talks about it, it's, it's going to be my year or it's, you know, and then like just dust and having a breakdown. It's literally the most saddest thing. But I will say this. I can respect Stranger Things for taking the, the or having the balls to actually kill off such a extremely important character that was developed in one season that people grew to love as if it was he was like a, a seasoned cast member Mm -hmm. um and I didn't think that they were actually going to do it when it happened I just sat in bed and I cried and I cried and my husband Greg's like are you okay and I'm like I can't believe and then you know everything else that transpires yeah in the season there's a lot of crying going on when you watch when you watch last season um yeah for sure and it had I do because it just popped in my head and I'm like I got to bring this up 
-hmm. there's also a difference too so like if you think about i don't did you ever watch like the walking dead I okay so I started that and we only got to like season two and then we stopped but I heard you have to like okay keep it going so i watched for a long time mm -hmm. and then since you i mean i'm hoping you'll come back to it so i'm not gonna spoil but yes. like something happens there's a death of a character that you really love and for a lot it. of people including myself it was either right after that or a little bit after that people stopped watching just because mm -hmm. the way that they felt when it happened yeah and i think there's something to be said about stranger things because even though the the devastation of you know what we believe because mm -hmm. we don't know i guess technically what exactly. we believe to be to be Eddie's death is extremely devastating, but yet you still continue to watch. You still mm -hmm. wanted to watch. It wasn't like, oh, they killed off this character in a way that I feel like pissed me off and now I don't want to watch the show anymore. Yeah. So there's something to be said about that. So I can't wait to see season five, what they bring. I cannot wait either. And I have a feeling it's going to be like darker and probably way more intense but i'm actually okay with it because if we if this is the story that we're given and they can continue to give it to us like they have been and like you said like even when traumatic things happen we still watch and we're still invested i'm here for it because i'm here they're not here to like um to make people happy to make everyone happy people are going to be sad but like you said mm -hmm. there's still a ton of people that watch it and i know I know what death you're talking about in The Walking Dead because I actually oh, okay, <laughs> watched it when it happened and I, I oh. cried just because you and I are oh, like, I feel I, like we're the I same. Cried. I bawled my eyes out. That yeah. Was it's brutal. I mean, and it's fine then since you know about it, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it was. It was a, a really hard thing to watch. And I don't know. Just after that, I just felt really like, damn you know like yes, <laughs> like the wind out of your sail yeah and you know um I wanted to keep watching and I watched I think for like a couple more episodes or something and mm -hmm. then I was just like yeah I, I can't I can't do I can't do it anymore but with Stranger Things you know I wanted to keep watching even though I was extremely sad I wanted to keep watching and even when the season was over I was like okay well I want season five now yeah so yeah, Same. great job, with, Duffer Brothers. <laughs> I'm with you, girlfriend. I got two fans right here. Yes. And the whole like, okay, so it's funny you say that, like the with, with The Walking Dead. I had the same ish with Game of Thrones. Did you ever get into Game of Thrones? I did watch Game of Thrones, yep. And there was just a couple times that my heart was shattered, but I still yep. like oh. had to watch you know what right I mean? In like the beginning, right yes. in the freaking beginning, I, my heart was like smashed because I'm one of those people. I know you guys were talking about those people that like don't like to watch stuff where the animals die and whatnot. Mm -hmm. yes. And it, it, it depends for me. Like, you know, Halloween, we can like get away with it because usually you just kind of hear it and it's like whatever. I don't yeah. really like to see like what's happening. But even sometimes the things that happen off camera, just the way that it's set up, I'm kind of like. And with Same. Game of Thrones, that happens really early on. Yes. And yeah, you know, you get your heart broken a lot watching Game of Thrones. But I still continued to watch that. I watched it all the way through. So. My, We watched it after, like, right when everything was coming to the end. So, like, mm -hmm. my, my one coworker, she kept, and I'm like, I'm not the, t 
if the masses are like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm like, I don't know. It makes you, it makes you unsure about it. And, yes. and that's, and that's for me, at least that that's regardless of whether it's about film or music or, um, you know, TV shows, books, any of that. It's kind of mm -hmm. like, sometimes if it's like, everybody's saying that it's great, you're kind of like, mm, is it? I don't know. Is it? Mm. So, yeah. But I, Find my well during the pandemic, Greg's like, I really want to watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, that's really random, but I'll do it. And then, like you said, first season comes in and kicked the door in, and I was just like, holy <laughs> <shit."> <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't believe how how brutal they were. Again, great character development, great casting. Like I had a cry blanket because I just I never knew when I was gonna break into hysterics because they shatter your heart. <laughs> I did have my cry blanket. <laughs> I can make this my cry blanket. <laughs> Craig would always be like, oh, got your cry blanket. And I'd be sitting there wiping my tears like the I red wedding. Like hide it. Yeah. Oh gosh. I was like, that's just you can't even breathe. <laughs> like watching that. Like you're too busy, like trying to process. Do you remember too, like the end credits? That was the only time I think I read or heard that it was the only time that the end credits was silent. Oh, yeah. And and when the, like the credits were rolling, I, I literally was like on the edge of the bed with my cry blanket and we were yeah. just in silence. And then when it finally kind of like went black to the next episode, like to start to cue it up, we both were like, what the fuck did we just watch? Like, what, what did just I just watch? Yeah. What just happened? And I was watching it by myself. So I'm like, <laughs> oh my I God, were like, you really? Yeah, I had to. I ended up talking to my mom because my mom had been watching it already, and I'm like, "Mom, no. what did I?" Do? You know, I'm like, "I don't." Yeah, because my <laughs> husband's not in. He's not into any of that kind of stuff. So I, I get that. I mean, usually I'm not the. But my one friend was like, "Jordana, you like gross things. You like horror. <laughs> you this like is gross things." That's no, I'm like great when your friends are like, "Yeah, you like gross stuff, right?" Like, you like that type yeah. of thing. I was offended. I'm like, "Excuse me," and then I watched it. I'm like, "Okay, I do like it." <laughs> I do like it. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's well, I, I'm so happy that we had a mutual and I'm so I know. I'm excited that it was have any more. <laughs> we might. One, we I might. feel like it's a little bit off, but I've I've seen, you know, other crazy things. So all right. So we just did our our three, right? Honorable, Honorable mentions. mentions. Yes. So now we're diving into our top three why don't you hit us with your number three okay my number three is um Chucky and Tiffany from Bride oh, of Chucky yes I so I'm not the hugest um Chucky fan in general mm -hmm. I like the movies I don't obsess over them I I've seen people who do I do like them yeah. um but when it comes to Bride of Chucky, when you put Chucky and Tiffany together, to me, that's iconic. That's totally. iconic. I love, I even was like, dang, it was a missed opportunity. I bought, I have this faux leather jacket and I'm like, damn it. I could have been Tiffany for Halloween. You <laughs> so would have been such Halloween, a great Tiffany. Maybe next Halloween I'll do it. Um, yes. But do I it. just love it. And and both versions of Tiffany, you know, mm -hmm. her as the doll and, and her in her human form. Yep. Just Jennifer Tilly. I mean, come on. She's, she's an icon. She is just 
that bitch. Like, yes. If you you thought of like that bitch, I'm like Jennifer Tilly, man. And she and how she's able to um, to shine working with a doll, like the when they have those scenes together, how she's able to shine like that. But then also it it comes off so well between them, even though Mm -hmm. she's interacting with a doll. Yeah, I had I had to put them in my top because I just feel like they're really cool apart Tiffany I'm sorry more so than Chucky Tiffany's a badass oh yeah she um, is yeah so, she is but but together they're just like gasoline like they're just like Bonnie and Clyde like just just <laughs> killing and taking names like I yeah so yeah <laughs> they are iconic yeah. I love that too that you totally like it's hard I feel like it would be hard to work with a doll yes for sure you know what I mean? Like in any regard, but to have her do it so effortlessly and have the chemistry be there and like yeah. undeniably. Yeah. Like you, you really re- believe that this is like a love, like a, this yeah. twisted love and it's a doll and a person and yet you're watching it and you're not focusing on that. You're buying That's- into it. Absolutely. I love Jennifer Tilly. Oh. My like love for her started young in Liar Liar because she was so- oh, yes crass and she was so like you know sexual giving it it to Jim Carrey like holding her own with Jim Carrey and and there's not a long list of people that can do that that can shine in a scene with Jim Carrey yeah and I thought the same thing because I loved Jim Carrey when I was younger Mm -hmm. like the mask era Ace Ventura and when that came out and she was such a badass and I was just like who Who is is this girl yeah who is that yes I love that pick I, I knew I had a feeling there was going to be a Chucky Tiffany on here somewhere. So I'm glad that we brought him up. (laughs) Okay. So mine, um, I wanted to put it a little bit higher on the list, but the next two for me, chemistry, chemistry wise is just undeniable, but I had to put (laughs) off the charts record, record high. (laughs) Um, But these two are like my new faves and you know how much I love terrifier. So I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I had to do art and the little pale girl. I had to yeah. put them on there because they David Howard Thornton together. Yeah, like David Howard Thornton is art. Period. Is just blows my mind how iconic he is. Mm-hmm. And I know I've you know it's funny. I've been in my own little like realm of Terrifier, and I see more so now that people are saying that Terrifier has the worst fan base, and I'm like. I get it. I don't think I agree with that. I don't personally either because I am never like, I just show my love for art every, like all the time. You know me. I post yeah, as much yeah, as yeah. I can about yeah. art. I just think he's such a great addition to the slasher cast that we have of like iconic slashers. And then you throw yeah. in the little pale girl and you don't even know like if she's team art, if she's just there by default. We don't really know mm-hmm. like too mm-hmm. much about the little pale girl, but I'm super invested in it. I want to know what the hell happened. I love her. I love her too. And I think that <laughs> I she her. was iconic in two and like one of the most memorable scenes for me, just because eyes creep me out when they have the glowy eyes uh-huh. was when she was in the van and then she, her head's tilted and you just see her glowing eyes. I was literally in the theater like, oh shit, that kid is scaring the shit out of me <laughs> yeah she's such a curveball you know yes. I I don't mm. think that anybody would have expected yeah um 
expected that, especially from a young girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, they do so well together. And I was definitely like, can we, like, is she going to be in the third one? Like, can we bring, can we bring her back? Cause I want her, I want her to come back. And I, I know as far as, as far as Terrifier, I love art. You know, I, I yes. think that's another one that's, we definitely have to like do some kind of episode about like just iconic, like horror, like actors and actresses and stuff, because what he does with that role and I know a lot of there are a lot of people like terrifier haters out there and they like crap all over it and they're like oh Mm -hmm. well he's just like my man and I'm like but how difficult how difficult is that to pull off that kind of a performance and you're not Mm -hmm. even able to say anything so exactly and I feel like with one they might have a leg to stand on but for one he truly scared me like I thought of him as like I don't, I don't want to compare him to the level of Michael Myers, but just how malevolent he was and how he felt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the way that he moved. And even like the first yeah. interaction in the uh, alleyway between him and Tara. Yeah. And he's just in there with his... be in an alleyway around that guy. No, like no. I, and I thought that too, like that would be the last thing that I would want to see oh. being a horror lover. I would be terrified to see a clown like that, but he just and and two like the whole um horror shop scene yes. with the glasses and having yes. to be able to convey his yeah. actions and have it be I, I don't know I just I think he's I think he's great and she's a great addition so I'm hoping that we get to see a, a longevity of the little pale girl in art yes I yes. agree great choice thank you <laughs> I was like, I don't, is that like cliche of me to put it on there? No. And then I thought about like my other ones. I'm like, eh, okay. I'm just gonna do no, it. it's a good, it's a good choice. It's a good choice. We could go on and on. Like you and I had so many picks that I'm sure we could oh, have gosh. probably talked for hours. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what I told you. I was like, I have a million on here. I'm going <laughs> to knock this down. Okay. I know. We're Let's like, see. how many do we have? And we're both like a lot. A lot. <laughs> like, Let's do this. <laughs> Let's sleep, and you're like, okay, let's do it. Let's cut it down a little. I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> All right, um, so number two, what you got, girlfriend? Okay, so my number two is is uh, I'll I'll say in my, my I just keep bringing up Aubrey. I love Aubrey. That's my buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, my we love Aubrey here. My pretentious pick. <laughs> love it. And it's actually because of him because I thought about watching this movie and then I talked to him about this movie. And he was like, I, I, I love it so much. Like, I want, you have to watch it. Because I was like, yeah, I was thinking about watching it. He's like, you have to watch it. So I said, okay. Oh. So my number two is Lee and Marin from Bones and All. Have you, did you watch it yet? I have not. God damn it. I am okay. so bad that I have not watched it yet because it's been on my watch list and I just keep going past it. But please tell, spill it. I want to hear all about it. Please, please watch it. Yes, I will. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. Um, well, so, okay, how can I do this without being spoilery? Okay, so they are kind of like, like how I was talking about Chucky and Tiffany being like this Bonnie and Clyde. To me, Lee and Marin mm-hmm. have this kind of Bonnie and Clyde, but it, in a different twist of a way. Um, okay. And, oh God, okay. And so. You can, <laughs> you can spoil because you know what? I'll okay. still watch it. And it, if, I, I think I have like a general idea of what it's about because isn't it like cannibalism in a sense? So yeah, so they eat people. 
yes, okay. um, to survive. And okay. that's how they meet. Mm-hmm. And so there's this love story in all of that. They love each other. Um, and it's one of those where it's kind of like, I, I will love you to the end. Very, very super romantic in this, like, very um, dark, just dark, but yet extremely beautiful setup. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like these two actors, and I'm not like a huge Timothy Chalamet fan or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could I could take him or leave him. Same. but. The and I can't remember her name, but the actress that he works with on this, the way that they bring these characters to life and the way that they show their like undying love for each other mm-hmm. and how they're willing to do anything. Like he's willing to do anything for her, um, even you know, sacrifice himself yeah. for her. That's love. It's, it's just this this just it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful and I watched the first time I watched it when it was done and the credits were rolling. I was just sitting there and I was just like staring at the screen and I was just like, wow, that was something else. Like that was different. Like it's, it's just beautifully haunting and I just love it. And I don't, I don't know who, I wish I remembered who directed it, but whoever it was, they did a fantastic job. And if anybody that's listening hasn't watched it yet, please watch it because it's so good. And it's like, I feel like the way that it was marketed was kind of, it's one of those that I feel like kind of suffered from the way that it was marketed. And oh, yeah. it's this, I would say like realistic horror, but obviously it's not, I mean, well, I guess we don't know if they're really like possible vampires or whatever you want to call them. Yes. um out there but it's just it's it's a horror beautiful love story thing but not like dracula i'll put it like that (laughs) but not like dracula well i'm already sold on it and if it has your stamp of approval and aubrey's then i'll probably end up watching it after we record tonight because it's not that i had no it that i didn't have interest in it. it's just that i've been watching like other things putting it like on the back burner but I love a hauntingly oh. beautiful get romantic. Your, get your get your cry blanket, girl, because I cried. <sighs> okay, so okay. Get your, get your <laughs> cry blanket. I'll pull it out for retirement because it's just been <laughs> chilling on the couch down here. Because I'm like, I got to get that thing away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the cry blanket, girl. Damn, get the cry blanket. I'm glad that you said that about Timothy Chalamet too, because I'm not like the biggest fan of him. Um, but I did watch one that he did called uh hot summer nights i haven't seen that and okay so it was a random one that i've i've picked one night late night scrolling wasn't really in the mood for horror i wanted something like mm-hmm. cruel intentions like 90s-esque i guess you could yeah, say yeah. loved it and it's a really good okay. love story okay. um and he's actually really enjoyable in that movie so if you can find it i'll have to, I'll have to check that out yeah i mean like I've seen um, Call Me By Your Name. I like that one too. Did you like that? I did. And you know what? I think I remember that maybe that it was the same director mm-hmm. that did both this and Bones and All. Could, um, yeah, it could be. I think. So maybe that's why it was so great. Yeah. And know. look at the similarities too, because like this one, they eat people and then Army Hammer, like he eats people. And he eats people. <laughs> so, like, that's one of the know, same. <laughs> 
it's crazy. Like, it's like, the, like the Kevin Bacon theory, right? Like everything, everything ties back to Kevin Bacon. Apparently, yeah. everything ties back to eating people. So yeah, exactly. There you, <laughs> there you go. I love it. I'm really excited though because I've been wanting to watch something that has is good that's been out because I've I've heard like just newer stuff is hit or miss. So mm-hmm. I will definitely invest my time in that. Yeah, I just I had a hard time because I don't want to tell you everything that's in, that's in the movie. So after you watch it, then we yes. can talk more about it. But it we, de- we definitely beautiful. will. It's a good movie. I love that. I love when you say it's beautiful because that's how I describe things that are like super sad, but like worth it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, well, it's everything. It's the, it's the cinematography. It's Mm -hmm. the acting. It's everything. So yeah. Phones and all. I'm excited. (laughs) And I'm I'm glad that you put something like this on the list because I'm going to piggyback because mine funny how our like lists are similar (laughs) and like the Eddie and Dustin thing still blowing my mind but uh my number two pick is Aaron and Sarah from Creep 2 so Mark yes I love the Creep movies and I love him yes I love him (laughs) so much and like when we got introduced to Sarah and two and she kind of like gave it to him and their chemistry yeah was off the charts and it made me like I literally watched Creep 2 and when it stopped I watched it again because I loved it so much oh it's so good those movies are so good and I went into the I went into that first one blind yeah so I was totally thrown off there (laughs) he's such a likable person because you're just kind of like yes and you hate it you hate that you like him you're like I should not like him I should not like him yep but and then you end up like and in the first one I loved him and then when the second one started and he like you know is looking in the camera and he's doing his little sneaky business I was like oh sneaky Pete and then (laughs) when you meet Sarah and she like is not scared by him and he keeps trying Mm -hmm. to scare her I genuinely Mm -hmm. genuinely laughing so hard the moment where they kiss and then at the end when everything seems to like however that plays out you're just like oh I I I didn't want this to happen. I wanted them to like be in love and maybe she stopped him from being a serial. You know what I mean? Like all these different scenarios kind of going through your head for a second. Like maybe this will turn a different way. Like maybe they can like get into it together and like do it together. And then it's like, Oh damn. Damn. And then the ending is open to like interpretation, interpretation of like, could there, will there be a third one? Cause I would really Mm -hmm. love to see another one. I heard. I would too. I heard it was in the talks and then I heard that it was scrapped, but I still see like creep three Blumhouse when you look it up. So maybe we'll be lucky to get a third one, but I love them together. I appreciate that. He seems like the kind of person, like he wouldn't want to put something out unless it was good, which I appreciate. I like when people don't want to just put out crap just to make some more money. So Exactly. And I feel like his character is already such a staple in the horror community. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Duplass as just a, a human. Where, I don't know if you've seen him posting about like his struggles with mental health and mm-hmm. being such an advocate for people who are struggling. I love that. I love when someone who has a platform can speak from the heart, share right. their stories yeah. and be super transparent and vulnerable, but then Hopefully it helps everyone else. I just feel like he's such a genuine guy. 
Yeah. So. He seems like he seems like a sweet baby angel. He does. And he and he's another one. Make sure Greg's not peeking around. He's, that I think is cute. so cute. Like when he's in the hot tub and I'm and he's just sitting there. I'm like, you're kind of cute for a psycho. Kind of like yeah. you. Shout out, to, shout out to Mark. He's cute. <laughs> Mark Duplass. <Love> yeah. <laughs> Mark loves horror. That little that little hottie. Little cutie patootie. He is a kitty patootie. You know what? We're going to be talking about him in his starring role when he dies naked because it's going to happen. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. He, you know, I think he, he will probably end up on, on one of these lists that we do whenever he gets in a movie because yeah. he's just, he, he's just top tier. We love Mark here. We, we love, love him. Mark. Mark is I can't wonderful. believe that we've already like rounded out to our number ones i know i'm like how are we already here i know well i have a feeling they're going to be epic so <laughs> without further ado please hit us with your number one okay this is my number one i knew i oh my gosh i feel like i'm talking like i'm on one of those 30 second videos um <laughs> uh i'm just so excited so i know when we picked this one, I knew this was going to be my number one from the very beginning. There was no doubt this has been number one for me, like, my whole life. Yep. Um, it's Michael and Lori, man. I cannot, there is no, there is no <laughs> duo that will ever exist, ever, I think. I mean, maybe it'll happen, but I highly doubt it. There's mm -hmm. no other duo that can top that for me. Now, was I really pissed off in Halloween Ends, like the way that their duo uh, ended up? Yeah. Yes, I was mm -hmm. pissed. Yes. Um, but I still feel like all of the content that we've gotten overall with them, I still, I still love. And when we talk yes. about like the original Halloween and like Halloween Two, like that's obviously solidified uh, them be my number one for all eternity because. Oh, yeah. I that was lightning in a bottle you know mm -hmm. you had John Carpenter directing Jamie and Nick mm -hmm. in this role and just these people that I mean I don't think Jamie had done had she she'd done movies before this right or like I, was this her first one I, I think it's the timeline first. like I think so too I kind of get the timeline because you had like that and then like you know like Terror, Terror Train and like yep, prom, prom queen and yeah prom night and and whatnot like around there but i think yep. this one was still technically first so you think like for someone to come on the screen this is like their their first film so much pressure because of who her parents are yes and to just like knock this out of the park and have it still have an effect on people this far out and have their kids watching the movies and all of that yes. and people and people absolutely loving it no matter what generation that they come from that mm -hmm. says something and i don't want to you know for for nick being the shape that's a huge yes. deal too for somebody who doesn't even talk to have oh, that yeah. kind of effect on people and just the way that they worked together i remember when i first like watched the movie probably like the first couple of times and i mm -hmm. could not watch the closet scene like the closet scene would come on <laughs> and i would be like nope <laughs> a cover blanket i'm like oh no 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 <laughs> and then you know you get a little bit older and you watch it and then you're like oh, okay this isn't that bad yep. but just the um 
just the way like the the way she encapsulated her fear and him just being this this figure of like it doesn't matter where you go what you do I'm gonna be there I'm gonna find you I'm tied to you whether it's brother sister angle or yes. I'm just coming after you whatever way they went down this winding road it mm-hmm. always it always came together and it was always solid between the two of them whether the story was good or not or anything like that like they just are iconic they're they the and that's so funny because you know what my, my number one is is it the same thing michael and lori <laughs> I love it. Ready? Air high fives on the show. <laughs> like, I cannot, I mean, I can believe it, but that's my number one. And you, again, said it so perfectly well. Chef's kiss. Everything that you just said, I completely agree. I, like, you think of horror icons. You think of, you know, Michael and Lori. And like you said, any way that you spin it, the brother and sister angle still creepy that your sibling wants you to die so bad mm-hmm. stranger scenario that's still creepy that some dude wants to kill you that bad like where he just will not stop yeah. at any cost for no, to, for no reason yeah and then to have it be michael myers is like you you drew the short and the short broom stick thing because like that's the worst person to to chase you like he scared the shit out of me when i was younger just stalking just him standing there the the pan shots of him just standing by the hedge in school like nightmare fuel burned in my brain yeah I'll tell you what even as an adult at times because in our neighborhood when I used to go walking there was a hedge and I I, I would just be like "Mm," you know (laughs) like walk so yes so so to this day if I have to walk past the hedge like that I would still be kind of like even yes. though I love, I love Michael Myers. Like I, I love, I love the horror daddies. You know, wearing the oh, yes. wearing the Michael outfits and going to. You know, we've talked about Halloween Horror Nights and like, oh, yeah. I was the one like coming up towards the entrance to the haunted house and like dancing and stuff and just so excited and like dancing <laughs> in the too. house and being like, "Come get me, Michael!" Like you know, like <laughs> you know, I was the, the same end- way. Well, at the end of the house, um, the last time when there was all the Michaels there, yeah. I was like, can I stay here? Like, just leave, just leave me in here with all the Michaels. Like, you guys can go. I'll just hang out here with all the Michaels. Can I live here? Like, yeah, I'm like, I'll just stay. Yeah. I don't know how many Michaels there actually are because there's mirrors in here, but seems like enough Michaels for me to have a good time, you know? I'm good. So I Yeah, and the theme song, like, my husband thinks it's hilarious. Like, the theme song could play anywhere, and I'm just enthralled and happy i love halloween that much i do too i'm like that's we're halloween sisters i'm the absolute same when they announced halloween as a house for 2022 i literally screamed so loud i cried i called greg <laughs> i called everyone i'm like there's a halloween house and they're just like cool cool yeah like i'm really excited for you and i'm just like do you understand that this you is the closest this? Yeah, this is the closest that we will ever get to Halloween. Yes. And you know, like when you walked in and like it's John Carpenter's Halloween, like after you went through Michael's bedroom and then it just says John Carpenter's Halloween and you're walking that dark tunnel to go through to the rest of the house. Like I felt like I couldn't breathe because I was so excited. My eyes, if they had like the heart emojis, I was just staring at it and I'm 
like turning around to my sister-in-law. I'm like, is this real? Like, are we here? And she's like, she's terrified of Mike Myers. So she's hiding oh, no. and, you know, Rosalind's over. You guys are whips. And she's taking everything <laughs> in and she's loving it. It was such a emotional house to go through. And I was like, you, I, I wanted to go again and again. I know if it would have just again. been me, I, I would have been like, okay, I'm going to go through this like a good six times. You know, see yeah. you later. The but whole night I, we would have been going through the line of Halloween. Well, and I'm sure people were laughing at me because like as we're coming up to the entrance and it's like, and I'm just dancing like, yeah, let's go, let's go. It was the best. And and it's just great. It is. It's, it's, it's okay. But let's, let's, let's talk about what people would think of the not so great takes on Lori Michael. Like, so I, like I said, watched Halloween H2O last night. I love that specific storyline because I love showing her trying to, you know, get away from it and have mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm, life. And, and then we see, on, yeah. yes, but then we see, you know, Michael being, you know, persistent as always and finding her in California, across the country, going to her boarding school. But I feel like one of the most iconic scenes um, that I've seen in the, in the adaptation of Michael and Lori was when she bust the um, gate, kicks mm-hmm. the glass, gets the ax, walks yeah, up the hill and the, yeah. and the theme's just, you know, cresting. Oh, and then all of a sudden, Michael, <laughs> then you hear it start playing. Oh my God. Like, it's like it's like um that 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 like meme that you see where like uh, like SpongeBob is being like lifted like lifted up like yeah this is this is yeah just talking about it gets me amped up because like I love that take and then I loved 2018's takes I loved the realistic point of Mm -hmm. view of okay this is what happens with a traumatic event happens like this is PTSD. This is Mm -hmm. real emotions that people have gone through in traumatic situations. And you see her fight or flight. And she's obviously in fight mode because obviously if you're going against a beast like Michael Myers, why wouldn't you have gun artillery ready for battle? But I also loved the scenes where she was waiting outside the gate and she's crying. I love seeing Mm -hmm. her and Allison at the road when the cars are going and she's crying and Allison holds her like very emotional. And it made me emotional watching it the first time. Oh, so I, cried. I did too. I totally cried. And to have our dream shattered. Did you like ends? So here's the thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I'm one of mm-hmm. those people where um, if something turns out a way that I didn't want it to as long as mm-hmm. it's not complete trash right then you know I can still enjoy it and for me like was I extremely happy with how it turned out no but at the same time I was like well let's look at the positives she finally freaking got the or what we think you know she it yeah. seemed like she finally got to kill him she finally got to get her just desserts and from that perspective of Lori you know this particular storyline that we went down that's a really big huge deal for her because now she can actually breathe all this time she's been waiting to freaking get rid of him and knowing that he was going to come back and having everybody else think that she's crazy that she's that shit and she's like no like I know he's coming back it's not if it's just when 
yeah. going through all of this, you know, additional trauma, you know, losing her daughter and everything that happened there. And, yeah. you know, finally, finally doing it. But I'm kind of like, the only thing for me is like, well, if this is how we could have killed him the whole time, you know, in this particular trilogy, why didn't we like just do that before? <laughs> exactly. So like what was the holdup? Yeah. So that's my thing with that. But I did, I did like it. I liked it. Didn't love it. Yeah. I see. I feel like I would be indifferent if, if, if I wasn't expecting like more the well more but also <laughs> like you know when we got sold the trailer it was pretty much like they made it seem like it was the final showdown between them and i wanted big, yeah mm -hmm. yes and for me being such a a, a halloween fan i kind of wanted to just focus on michael and her and then as much as it broke my heart to say it i really wanted both of them to kind of to die because I wanted Lori will be my forever final girl. I love her, right. but I wanted to see like a solidified end. So it, it wouldn't be like, okay, well, one of them died and, uh -huh. and leaving like what that happens now. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I would have liked to see that too. That was one of the things when I was talking with my, one of my other friends, when we were getting ready to watch it mm -hmm. and we were like, well, we think it could end this way. It could end this way. It could end this way. And that was one of the ways that I was thinking, well, like, if they have this big ass epic battle and they both go down, like wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Cause it's Halloween ends. And also I'm like, I don't know if Jamie Lee wants to keep doing this stuff anymore. So I, I don't think so she I did. Like, so I was like, if they do ends and like they kill her, you know, then it, it's really done. And then I, yes. I feel like if they would have did that, if it would have been okay. Cause you know, we got introduced to Corey, right? Yep. That's his name? Corey. Yep. So we got introduced to Corey and that whole thing is very interesting how that all went down. But, you know, if Agreed. like, okay, we're in, we're, we're introduced to Corey, you know, cool, whatever. We start setting him up that something's going to happen with him that, you know, a, he gets a screw loose or he gets taken by the shape or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been cool if like, okay, we have this big ass epic battle, Lori and Michael both die or presumably die maybe the the shape you know is what held on to michael the shape comes out of yes. michael somehow and travels into Corey, and then it becomes then we take back over and then it's Corey's story after that so that way if they want to do an additional thing then they can yes. continue with that i would have been happy with that i would have been me sad. too i would have been bawling my eyes out for probably like three days <laughs> yes but, you know, I think that would have been really good and a great way to pass the torch instead of the way that they decided to do it. I, I'm so glad that you say that, said that because I completely agree. I was not a fan. I was openly very hateful and upset. And I think that my, my <laughs> hurt has, I know you were excited. <laughs> I was so upset. But, and you know what? Like I was like a little kid, like I came home and I was like, meh. Yeah, you were like, I don't like it. No. <laughs> no. I know, and I didn't want to cry on the internet to everyone because people are just like, that was the worst that I've seen the horror community with. Like, oh, if you was... didn't like Halloween ends, then you're not a true Halloween fan and you just didn't get it. And I was just like, I, I just had to scroll past comments because that's a very um harsh and like yeah, weird, weird thing to say in in a whole, but I would have been happy like you said, and I, I said it, if they would have killed them and had this epic showdown and then we were like slowly introduced to Corey and then had Corey kind of pass the torch or take 
to the shape or, you know, however mm -hmm. they wanted to do it. I think I would have been happier with that because I felt like Corey was the main focus in the movie. And I was confused about that because I didn't really know who he was and what his importance was in the story. Mm -hmm. So that kind of like threw me off. But if we would have flipped it and reversed it, like Missy Elliott says, I think that I would have been a little bit more happy with the ending and having this like open ended possibility for further Halloween movies with Corey or whoever. Yeah. And I, I feel like they kind of left it that, that way. Like I, I got the vibe, like there could be something with Corey coming. Yes. Um, but I just think it could have been tied up a little bit better and just flowed a little bit better if they would have done it a little different. So. Same. And I wish we would have got a little bit more stalking with Michael because it just kind of like full circle moment, like you and I, how much we love the original and, and how, and even too with the way that he, the shape, like, and mm -hmm. I love that you call Nick Castle the shape and not like, yes, he's Michael Myers, but the shape is pretty much how I know him as because mm -hmm. he, he's just, it's perfection. Like no one else could have pulled off Michael like Nick Castle did. Um, I just wanted to see a little bit more of that because I think watching Halloween kills and getting the tease of the opening sequence with his fresh mask and their take on oh. oh can you let's 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 have a moment <laughs> about that because not the biggest fan of kills but that opening sequence with Loomis and the the crisp white mask and the cinematography was just just yeah and I know some people like absolutely hated that but I I loved it yeah I didn't I didn't hate it I just I was really sad that the 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 um, characters that they brought back, like the legacy characters that they brought back, that they killed them in such a in a short span of time. Like I would have loved to have seen Nurse Marion or Bracket in yeah. ends, but again, who am I? Because at I, that point, I feel like they did it to be like, see. Look at that. We can just kill off anybody, which, you know, is cool, yeah. but there's like a, there's like a certain way to do that, to still like honor those characters, but still pull that off. Yes. Know? Yeah. So. We've talked about the way that we've seen people that characters that we love, you know, die in shows and it was well done. I just felt like there could have been a little bit more. Could have been a little bit better. Yeah. But who am I? I'm I'm no David Gordon Green or John Carpenter, so that's definitely not my <laughs> wheelhouse. But I know ways that I would have done it. Yeah. Yes, and then now we have to look forward to not knowing what the hell we're gonna get for the next Halloween anything. So we'll, yeah. we'll see what gets dealt to us. Yeah. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic if somebody else decides to do it because I feel like whoever decides to take it on will see the reaction that came with what we got. Yes. And either that will make them want to do a completely different direction themselves and just try something new, which I appreciate when somebody tries something new and doesn't completely copy the yes. original, you know, Same. which is why I respect um, Rob Zombie for doing something different with his Halloween movies. Um, but they could just go, you know, there's always cash cow. So they could just be like, oh, let's, the people like the original yeah, let's Halloween just do this. stuff. So let me just reboot this and, you know, have 
I don't I don't know whoever Mia Goth, the Hillary people. Strode. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm like I'm like who I'm like who's so I'm like Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Know, Mia Goth. Oh, what's One her name? The, some TikTok girl. Put some TikTok girl in there. Yep. Or what's oh my god? What's oh my god? I can't even think of her name. She was in the menu and uh, oh, Anna Taylor Sp Joy. Yes. She would be a cool Lori Strode. I feel I like she her. would be. Yeah, she. Yeah, I like her. Yes, but I, um, I'm with you. I, I, I feel like it's either going to be a complete copycat or there's going to be some messing around with what Michael is and what you know the shape is. Or you know, I wouldn't even be mad with a season of the witch. Like, a, a, a oh my hum gosh, I loved season of the witch. Me too, girlfriend. <laughs> Me too, and it. you know. I was waiting. I was waiting because when we when the the credits or the title card came on oh. and it was in the blue, I was just I sat in my seat. I'm like, no way. Like, are they there was no Halloween music and it was just like how H3 opens. And I was shitting bricks. I'm like, this if this happens, I'm I'll stand up and I'll tear. And <laughs> then it didn't happen. Yeah, yes. I know. I was so sad. My father-in-law, I say it all the time, but it just cracks me up. We were like 45 minutes into ends and he, cause he can't really see, like even when we're in like a big theater and he has his glasses, he still can't see hardly anything. <laughs> and he turns around, he looks at us. He's like, are we in the right movie theater? I'm like, oh, yes. no. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yes, we are. But okay. And one other thing that I wanted to touch on before we wrap it up, when you brought up Rob Zombie, I now mm -hmm. have a deeper appreciation for what he did with his takes because I really wasn't a fan of the overly brutal killings mm -hmm. in the movies, but I did appreciate his backstory and what he put into like the substance and the, the backstory of Michael. I appreciate that. But now I look at it and I'm like, you know, they really aren't that bad. They're actually like, it's nice to I have like them. <laughs> no and and that's i think it's great to have a newer take so other generations can appreciate halloween because a lot of people that i know like younger kids younger people i speak to they they think halloween's boring and they think it's you know outdated and they don't think it's scary which i completely i understand i don't get it because i it still scares me but i understand what they're saying so it's cool to have different takes so more people can appreciate the movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of kids, not all kids, uh, especially if they didn't grow up watching horror movies, mm -hmm. um, all of the media that they've kind of grown up with um, is kind of, oh, I don't want to be wrong about that. Okay, fine, I'm just going to be in your face. A lot of it is just kind of like spoon-fed and like very mm -hmm. like surface-level media um yes. very simple mm -hmm. so it's kind of like yeah if that's what you're used to you probably don't like slow burn films you probably don't like um things that aren't just like go 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 from the very first second that the movie starts or the yeah. tv show starts whatever so mm -hmm. it's it's understandable um but i think if you explain I think if you explain to to kids or whoever it is if you explain to them like what that particular film or tv show or whatever means to you and like what's going on and all that if you kind of wrap their head around it then yeah. I think that they 
build a better foundation just for appreciation in general of film or TV or whatever it is that you're talking about. And it, and yeah. it wraps them in. And then you have people like Eli Roth, who, you know, are these like newer yeah. folks and are kind of like feeding them what they want. I think Thanksgiving, see, bringing it back up. Yeah. Um, like, Thanksgiving, <laughs> like Thanksgiving, you know, is is giving both of those. It's mm-hmm. very like new age. So it's a very like go from the very beginning, like that whole Black Friday scenario, all of that. Oh yeah. It just it just starts revving up from the very beginning, which I think is what a lot of like the the younger folks are now used to. Yep. But then it also gives the lip service of like what we loved when yes. we were younger and when we were growing up. So it kind of meshes with both. So I think that's probably what we're going to see more of with these younger directors and whatnot moving forward because they do want to draw in all audiences so why not give everybody a little bit of something that they like yeah and that's perfectly said and I hope I hope that's what we get because I'm okay with that I'm okay with the momentum of you know pleasing everyone at the table and Mm -hmm. you know giving them something but then pleasing everybody at the table please yes Uh, look at us (laughs) I love it uh (laughs) But I also do want like slow burns because like mm-hmm. another duo that I was going to pick and I cannot, and this is horrible because of course it's memorable to me, but I can't think of her name. Um, I wanted it to be Barb and uh, Florence Pugh from Don't Worry Darling. Cause I felt like that was oh, such a, yeah. a great. I liked that movie. Yes. There's a lot of people who didn't like it. I liked it. I loved it. I, I watched it so many times and I thought it was just the premise was different. The horror mm-hmm. that that is conveyed is a different type of horror, but I can fe- I completely felt it. Um, mm-hmm. Performances were great, but I love them as a duo because I love the confliction of obviously Barbara's on the opposite side, but she the purpose of her being there. You know, was heartbreaking, was shattering mm-hmm. that destroyed me but then she was like go and kind of like was the aid to help her so I loved I loved them as a duo um but just talking about you know slow burns because a lot of people didn't like it I enjoyed it I thought it was it was one of I think it was top three of 2022 for me well you know and that's like I said and it's you know it brings me back to the whole like people being labeled as pretentious and and whatnot And it's kind of like if you like films that are layered or you are the kind of person that likes to dig in further and come up with your own ideas about why certain things were done. Some people, you know, kind of shit on that a little bit and they think like, oh, like you think you're better. No, it's just how I it's just how I enjoy media when I'm into it. And so, yeah, slow burns are like that a lot of times is it's a slow burn for a reason. And yes. if you're not trying to pay attention and figure out what's going on, then you're missing that. And that's probably why you don't like that movie mm-hmm. or TV show, whatever, because you just want it straight in your face. You yes. don't want to have to think about it. And sometimes we all like that. Like, especially like if I'm not feeling good or something like that, sometimes you just need something that I don't really have to think. I can just lay yes. there and just, you know, mindless. <laughs> just, yes. just, just, yeah, mindless. Just, just look at it and just lay there and whatever. But I like to think too. I like using my brain. I am the same girl. Yes. I like to have some, like the psychological take, the Mm -hmm. paying attention to what's going on and who's who and the whodunits and all that. 
But then there's a part of me, like you said, that like, if I don't feel like doing anything, I'm going to throw on like chopping mall or some eighties, <laughs> like extremely amazing, you know, but like one dimensional movie that's just there for the entertainment purpose. You don't really have to pay too much attention and it's just fun, you know, but there are times that I love the ones where you have to think about things and it can be taken in a different sort of way. It could be, you mm -hmm. could take it one way. I could have yeah. a completely different perception on the whole thing. I appreciate movies like that. So I guess I'm kind of like all over the board because I'm same. I'm all for it, but there's moments like a little like, bit of everything. Yeah. A little bit of variety in our life isn't a bad thing. But okay, well, that was a lot of fun. And um, I love again, I'm gonna say it twice that we had Dustin and Eddie and Michael and Lori on our chart. So two, two of the same picks. Two. I, I didn't, you know what? It's I didn't I knew I had a feeling Stranger Things was gonna be on your list, but I didn't know who it was gonna be. Because there's a couple. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. That's why I said they all are so great together. You know who I enjoyed from, oh my God, and I'm horrible with names, from I think the third season when it was the ice cream shop and it was Mia, Hawk, and yeah. uh -huh. what's his name? Steve? Joe Keir yeah, yeah, Steve. Joe yes. I love them together. I thought that they were such a great duo. And I almost put them, and then I almost put Eleven and Mike. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm glad that, yeah. we, that but it's just so good. Like no matter, I, that's one of the things that's lightning in a bottle, like with stranger things, it's, it's like you, and I said this before in one of my episodes of the podcast was like, um, you know, they, they all work so well together and play off of each other so well that of course you want to see them all together when you can. Yeah. But it's like, no matter which two of them you throw together, it's going to be a great scene. It doesn't matter. And that includes the adults as well, like mixing the adults with the kids. It doesn't yes. matter. It's just magic. Yeah. I, I, That's I'll, rare. I'll when does five come on again? When is that? I don't think they announced yet. They just announced they, just they were started yes. filming it. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. And Sadie Sink being in there, oh I was God, like, I love Sadie Sink. So I do I. Her. And, even if we're getting, like you said, flashbacks, maybe she did pass, maybe she did die, which it would be like, those two were so hard for me. Like Max mm -hmm. and Eddie was just like, I couldn't, I, I'm like, no one else. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of devastation in, in, a short, <laughs> in what feels like such a short amount of time, especially if you're like binging it then for you. Yeah, it is like a short amount of time. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, what's what? going on <laughs> i was oh my gosh i boohoo cried with yeah. most of those situations i boohoo cried and like you know my husband doesn't watch he, I, I can't get him to watch stranger things either but like he's like are you okay you know? no. I'm just like, no i'm not okay i'm destroyed so you're beyond you're beyond the point of being able to talk normal and you're just like ah! so you know what we should do for our next episode I think it would be highly therapeutic for both of us. And I think we both understand because we have that. We're just going to cry. Is that what you We should do like the scenes that destroyed us. Oh, <laughs> like, great. You know what I mean? Like we should just put our honorable mentions and like our top ones that destroyed us because there's so yeah. many in <laughs> horror that like completely wrecked me and I'm still not over it. Yeah. There's some, there's some devastating stuff. Which I, that's another thing too. It's like I feel that the people who don't watch horror and they and mm -hmm. they just have this whole um, stigma 
of mm-hmm. like horror just being a bunch of killing and that's it. It's not always like that. No, so. sometimes it's very like, oh, we could go on and on. And I'm not going to say the one that I was going to say because that's going to yeah, be number one on my list. Yeah, nope. you got Yeah, save it. Don't, don't, don't get it. Up. Can't, can't tell everyone but there's some that just it, it just hits you in the feels so hard and again you just kind of chalk it up to amazing casting writing character development everything so I think we should do that for the next one and maybe we'll do that in the summer so we can have like a little refresher like it's nice and sunny and bright but our hearts are sad and stormy <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> okay that'll be our next episode but all right that's that's a wrap for our duos. Um, I think that we're a great duo too, by the way. Yes. Great duo. Uh, great duo. Now, why don't you let um, everyone know, do you have any upcoming episodes, anything else that you're you're doing? Um, I'm sure at some time I'll be having new episodes, but um, <laughs> if you do want to check out the episodes I've already done, um, I am on Spotify where the weirdos meet. Um, and I also have the other podcast with the girls, These Ghouls Talk podcast. So we do have some episodes on there. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my solo one that I use the most is Adri underscore that underscore ghoul. Um, but there is a Where the Weirdos Meet um, IG as well. So there's yeah. that. So yeah, I'm on I, Instagram a lot more than I am recording. So we'll see if that changes. I love that. Um, I will definitely put all your links in here too. If you guys are not following her, you need to be following her now. I say so. Do not make me tell you (laughs) twice. (laughs) Yeah, or you're going to get the goddamn knuckle sandwich. You're going to get one from hell from me. (laughs) Um, Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you need to. Amazing person, inside and out. Great. I just, I, I love that we connected like this tonight because this was a lot of fun. So I'm glad that we got to record finally together. Yes, it was awesome. And now we're just going to have to have just regular video chats now. So we've been face to face. Yes, I I cannot wait. Now it's not scary anymore because we both know we're not a catfish. Oh, you know, it's so funny too. (laughs) It's like we literally do this, you know what I mean? And and it could, what we do is the perfect setup for a horror movie. If you yeah. think of it, do you know what I mean? Because it could, you could be talking to anyone, but I am so happy that I have a solidified friend in front of me and I will be texting you. I know not tonight. Cause you will be sleeping. I will be texting you tomorrow. Yeah. You know, uh, it is past my bedtime. It <laughs> is. And I appreciate I you. I know. I would say, I appreciate you staying up for me. So thank you for that love. Um, but uh, everyone check her out. Everyone like, and subscribe rate our show give us the five stars because we killed it tonight we were on point and just thank you to everyone for listening and tuning in so from both of us we will see you next time thank you good night good night